Today, we're going to talk about being the calm in the chaos. We're also going to talk about taking life lessons from wherever they come from. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Welcome. Be motivated and be inspired. Let's go. Good morning, team. Glenn Azar here. Welcome you back to the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Now, I always talk about being the calm in the chaos. And the other thing I talk about regularly within my own team is taking life lessons from all around me. So often on this podcast, things will happen in my life that then allow me to allay them across into being a message. I'm constantly looking for those messages. And as a result, I'm finding them. And so I thought I'd share a couple of thought patterns with you from my recent weekend away last weekend up at Mooloolabar, which was a relaxing weekend away on the Sunshine Coast. Now, it's relaxing in the sense that being with my 17-year-old son, Christian, can be relaxing. And again, for those that don't know who might be new to the podcast, I have four children, a 26-year-old daughter, a 24-year-old daughter, a 17-year-old son, and a 14-year-old daughter. My son is autistic and intellectually impaired, so he's mentally between the age of five and six. He loves going to the Sunshine Coast. He loves getting out and walking the beaches and eating at certain coffee shops, etc., But learning to be the calm in the chaos and taking life lessons from around me, it's not totally relaxing being anywhere with Christian because he melts down fairly easily when things don't go a certain way. And then when he melts down, it takes a long time to bring him back. So we're regularly heading back up to the hotel, uh, putting up with some some verbal abuse, um, even when he'll apologise constantly but then still abuse you uh, in between that apology and so on. And he just doesn't have the brain capacity. The, he's not neurotypical, as we would say. And so it's not a truly relaxing weekend. And my 14-year-old daughter, Samantha, was away with us. And I said to her, we'll do a weekend away, just us, somewhere down the track. But, you know, for now, this was about him. It was his weekend and it was meant to be a couple of weeks ago. And so I've learnt a lot of life lessons from Christian. I've learnt that... I can't control his behaviour, and truth is he can't control his behaviour. You turn away for a second and he's gone. He could be absolutely anywhere. You've really got to keep an eye on him. And he generally makes his way back to you, but obviously at a busy place like the Sunshine Coast, walking along the spit, that can be scary slash dangerous. So you've got to keep an eye on all of those sort of things. I love to take life lessons from everywhere and then bring them into life. Life isn't perfect, never has been, never will be, but it's been less perfect since we've had Christian in it. And we've had to learn behavioural flexibility around that. We've had to learn in order to get anywhere. We've sometimes got to take some steps forward and some steps back. And the whole point of the weekend and keeping our our eye on what that was, was for him to have a weekend away somewhere that he loves. So at the end of the day, was it going to be totally relaxing for us? No. Can you plan an entire weekend? No. You've kind of got to play it by ear. But then also throughout that weekend, I managed to catch up with a good mate of mine, Richie Gibson. Now, for anyone that's listened to this show for a long time, if you go back in the first 20 episodes, Richie is in there somewhere. And Richie and I were both in the military together. We deployed uh, overseas to East Timor in 1999 under Interfet together, actually flew out on the same plane. Um, We were posted into different bases once we got there, but we were always good mates. We were in physical training together together. We did a lot together over those few years uh, that we were both posted up to Townsville. And now I haven't seen Richie for 
I guess four years, three, four years, we're trying to work that out. But we sat down and we, we, we cut out time for an hour and a half for he and I to have a coffee while Christian and Sammy relaxed in the hotel room, which was next door. And we just got talking about stuff and the life journey that we've both been on and where we're at now. He's a touch older than me, like a year older. And, and how your perception of what's important changes. The things that trigger you and upset you change. Your understanding of those things change you end up becoming a lot more flexible, a lot less focused on stuff and more focused on that soul-centered, that, that peace and harmony. And that was a really interesting conversation. And carving out that hour and a half, two hours with Richie in a whole weekend, which was constantly up and down with Christian. So I'm serving the purpose of why we went there for Christian, but I'm also finding my little piece of calm in the chaos by hanging out with someone like Richie and chatting. And we talked for two hours and could have talked for two more and it got me thinking that I need to get him on the podcast. We need to have another chat with him because that was one of the most popular episodes back when we did it. And every now and then I'll still get someone who goes back through the back catalogue and will say, man, that was a good episode. And so from that point of view, I guess it would make sense to bring Richie back on because we've both done a lot since 2016, which was when that first podcast episode aired. So, you know, at the end of the day, you can take life lessons from everywhere you can react to the situation around you, which is not always changeable, and certainly in my situation with Christian, it's not changeable. Or you can just respond in a positive manner, looking for that positive outcome, and then look for ways to fulfil the other sides of yourself, which in my case, this weekend, was catching up with Richie, or sorry, last weekend. So I guess at the end of the day, what's the message? The message is, have a look at the things that are triggering you. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself, is there a better way that I can respond because neither of your responses are most likely going to change the outcome. They could make them worse. Um, they could make them better in the sense that your response is better, but it doesn't change the behaviour. Certainly with my little fellow, it doesn't change the behaviour that he exhibits. I have to change the way I respond to it and not be triggered by it and then stay relaxed and all of that sort of stuff. And then, so you ask yourself those questions and then look for the people that you can surround yourself with, that you can catch up with, that you can have conversations with, that you can listen to, that are going to inspire you to feel better, move better, think better, just do life better. And you're going to be a lot better off for that process. Hope that helps. Chat to you guys again soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Building Better Humans podcast with your host, Glenn Azar. For feedback, to stay up to date, or go back and find an old episode, head over to 180.net.au. Yeah, the Building Better Humans Project Podcast. Let's go.